Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. Join me as we have a real-life discussion on how to change your life by changing your thoughts. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. My name is Sloan Fremont, and I'm your host. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the era of the guru is over. I've had some personal experiences this past week that I want to talk about um, because I think I think most of you can relate. But before we get into that today, living in Nashville, I need to talk briefly about the Nashville bombing that happened on Christmas Day. I'm sure all of you have heard about this. Um, there is so much to say about this, so much about this that does not add up. One of the, I think, worst parts of this is seeing the devastation that's happened to the city once again. Um, I'm afraid things will just never go back to normal downtown ever. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about this because, it, like I said, nothing, none of this has made sense. I mean, I've been trying to wrap my head around this. I found out a bit about this, obviously, on Christmas morning. And honestly, I felt like that my mom said something to me about it. And I said, oh, they're probably just lowering a building. They do that a lot. And... It didn't even, I mean, Christmas Day, to me, I thought, what's, you know, that's probably what it is. I had no idea that it was an actual bombing until later in the afternoon. And as as we found this out on Christmas and we're, you know, my family's around and we're, we're watching the video of this and we're watching this replay of this um, audio that's playing before the bomb went off. And and I'm sure all you know the story, right? Down on second second in commerce in Nashville, a supposedly an RV drove up and for approximately 30 minutes was playing this audio, this this recording telling people to evacuate that a bomb was going to go off. And at the countdown the bomb actually didn't go off. It was like another 10 10 minutes later and the bomb went off and destroyed pretty much the whole city block. Roughly 40 buildings, I think, is being reported as uh, um, damaged in some way. And I've seen these other reports. I live about 10 minutes from downtown. I have other family members that live close to downtown as well. None of us heard this. Uh, I'm not sure how news, quote, news agencies are reporting that people heard this 40 miles away. There's no possible way that can happen. It just... I'm not buying that. Um, but so anyway, I, and I actually happened to be up at that time. I was taking my dog out. For some reason, he got up super early the, that morning, and uh, we were outside, and it had snowed, which was kind of weird. It never snows here. So anyway, finding out about this, watching this video of this replay, and, and I'm sitting here thinking about all this, like, why? Why would someone do this, right? Why would someone do this? This is this happened on Christmas morning. Hardly anybody's downtown, um, right? So the the, the thought of you know, wanting to harm people. It didn't seem like that was the motive, right? Because they would have done it on any given night in any other day of the week, right? If they wanted to really hurt people. So this bomb supposedly went off in front of an AT&T building where data is stored. I don't know what kind of data. Um, I've been by that building many, many times walking past it. It is easily missable. It's just, it honestly, it looks like a, a rundown building. I, I assumed it was something that was going to be turned into a bar at some point. Like it's just, um, it's easily missed. I mean, it's, there's nothing special about it. Um, and so this, you know, as I'm, 
processing all this and, and, you know, trying to make sense of this, you know, there's very little information coming out, right? There's the same pictures are being shown, the same, you know, the, the, the clip that's being played is this, this recording is the same thing. Um, I'm watching these videos about witnesses and what they're saying, and none of this is adding up. And here we are today as I'm recording this where they're saying that, you know, this person who supposedly did it blew up in it, in the, in the bomb, right? Like died in the, in the bombing. Okay. Well, that's convenient, right? Um, you know, honestly, I was actually, if that's the story, then okay, at least they're not going to parade some poor soul out in front of all of us and, and try to ruin his life. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't think any of us will ever know the actual truth of the matter, but something was there that somebody didn't want to find, didn't want other people to find, didn't want, you know, something in, in, and I don't think we'll ever know. Um, it's of course another sad, sad part of, of the ending of 2020 is just another, just another, I guess, level of almost destruction. It feels like for 2020. So, um, I think everybody in the city pretty much is feeling just, you know, uneasy that changes things downtown. Right. I mean, there's, so many times I've been down there, like packed, packed, packed people, right? Packed for concerts, for sporting events, you know, and I'm afraid all of that's going to change and, and not for the better. Um, and it's, it's, it, you know, again, we could talk for hours about this, but there's, I really draw almost no conclusions from anything that I'm seeing other than, you know, things are never what they seem, right? Things are never what they seem, especially in things like this. And I don't think we'll ever know the full story. I, I think, like I said, not, downtown Nashville will be forever changed by this. And our town, our city thrives on, you know, music and tourism, obviously. And that has basically been crushed in 2020. And so now this bombing, I think, is just going to further change the way downtown Nashville operates. And it's heartbreaking for the city. Extremely heartbreaking. So I just wanted to share my thoughts on that. Um, it's, it's, I don't know that I even have words for it anymore. It's, it's, it was almost too much to even take to see that, see that. But anyway, that's, um, those are my thoughts on that. Um, and I'm going to just leave it at that for now. So, all right. So let's shift gears into something a little more positive and, and let's talk about today's episode, which is the era of the guru is over. That that's what I've decided. That that's my reality this year. You can choose to make it your own or not. You don't have to. It's up to you. Uh, remember, if you're new to the show, or even if you've been listening for for a while, remember the motto of this show is to decide for yourself. Right? Question everything. Trust yourself. Find your truth. Find your own truth in all of the information that's out there. And it's up to you to decide that. It's not me coming in here telling you, you should believe this, or you should believe that it's not me coming in here to change your mind. I'm another piece of information. You can take what works for you and leave the rest. And so I, I'm talking about this. The era of the guru is over because there's a couple of things that I've, that's happened over this past week. That's really, it, it's almost got me going in the opposite direction about even deciding what I can even believe if I, if I can even believe anything, because I feel like I'm the pendulum for me has swung so far the other way. Like I don't believe anything, you know, and I don't even know what I believe anymore. And so 
you know, I'm thinking about some of the things from the past that I used to go to that were like my go-to ways that I made sense in the world, right? And there's things I'm seeing now, and and maybe you're seeing this too, where some of the people that you trusted in the past or that you looked to for information are, and, and I'm talking mainly here in the spiritual communities, right? I'm talking about what other people might call gurus or people who would call like, um, you know, the more, uh, or more like prominent teachers in, in the spiritual community. And what I'm seeing is a lot of these people are, whether it's meant to be this way, or I, I suppose it has to be, but they're being, we're seeing another light another side of them. We're seeing a lot. And I'm seeing this from a lot of other people too, where they're like, wait a minute, what that person is saying doesn't make sense. Like, why would they say that, right? And, you know, there's always this, this, it seems like this, I don't know, in the spiritual community, like this, I don't know, I don't want to call it a battle necessarily, but almost like a challenge to be who can be the most spiritual, right? Like, everybody has their idea of what spiritual means and how you should act in this if you're a quote spiritual person that you should do this, that or the other. And if you don't do those things, then you're not quote spiritual. And so some of this is to be taken, you know, with that in mind, right? That everybody's idea of what spiritual means is different and everybody gets to live the way that, you know, that that's right for them, that that's, you know, live their, um, whatever their truth is in that way, right? Whatever spiritual means to them, they get the choice to live in that way. And so, something I'm seeing though, is that these so-called, you know, prominent, more, um, big name teachers are starting to, and have, maybe I'm just noticing it more, promoting things that are definitely not in alignment with me. And primarily what I'm seeing right now is with, um, promoting the vaccine, uh, which I think everyone knows, if you've listened to me, that that's a hard no for me. You know, if everybody else, everybody else makes their own choice, but my personal choice is no. And I, but again, I, I'm not telling anybody else what to do. I don't, that's not my role here. Everybody gets to decide for themselves. But what I'm seeing is some of these other teachers are telling people they should do this, right? Like you should do this. And that's where it, stops me and I'm kind of like, wait a minute, who are you to tell somebody what they should do for their health, right? Like, who are you? You're not the, you're not, you don't decide that for other people, right? And and we've talked about this also before about this. Um, I did an episode called False Gods and it was, you know, like looking to everybody else for the answers, right? Looking for everybody else to tell us what to do. And that's what I feel like this, this, what I'm seeing right now in the spiritual community is people continuing to look for someone else to tell them what to do instead of being able to go within and figure out for themselves what the right thing is. And I, you know, I know everybody's at a different stage with their awakening and with their, their process in spiritual living, but I would, I just feel like if there's anything 2020 taught us, it's we were pretty much forced to go within, right? It was most of us went kicking and screaming. We hated it, right? This, this, this isolation, this being alone, this, this all of the stuff that 2020 brought. But you know, I guess for me, that was one of the bigger things that I felt like I learned in 2020 was being able to go within and figure that out for myself. So I'm seeing these these 
people telling people that they should get the vaccine, right? That it's the right thing to do. And I understand for some people that it that is. But what about for the people that it isn't right for, right? They shouldn't, I don't think, be felt almost, you know, you know, for the people that they look, look up to, they, they shouldn't be, I don't know, felt as if that's what, that's the only path, right? That there's only one path through, through all of this and that that's the quote, correct one. If you don't choose that path, then you're, uh, you know, you're, you're wrong. And, and that's not true. And there was something I saw. So you guys know, one of my more profound teachers was Abraham Hicks. And I saw a clip about Abraham talking about the vaccine and my perception was more of a promoting the vaccine. Now, was that the intent? I don't know. The way it was worded was odd to me. It didn't really, it it could have been clearer, I think. It could have been, I don't know. It seemed to be a mixture of words that to me did not resonate and and had my like radar going off like wait a minute what what and this actually happened i i guess my changes with abraham happened earlier this summer about masks because there was a what i felt was a promotion of of wearing the mask and that 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 was the quote path of least resistance and it was not for me that was Wearing a mask was the path of rage for me. So that's where I started to feel this disconnect from the teachings of Abraham because that was a hard no for me and absolutely not going to fall in line with that for many reasons. And so as I'm, I, so I've kind of been out of that space. I haven't really been paying much attention, but I did see this clip. And so it got me thinking about all of this stuff that were, that I'm, I don't know, this just where, where things are at right now, because you know, as we as we evolve, as we learn more things, as we change, as we grow, which are all part of our process, right? I think sometimes we get stuck in being this one way and we feel like if we change our mind that we've done something wrong. And that, that's absolutely not true. I feel like we come to this fork in the road with things and we've got to make a decision. Am I, am I going to go a different path or am I going to continue to follow this person who I used to really line up with, but now I no longer line up with them. Right. And, and that's how I feel about Abraham's teachings. Like for the longest time I lined up perfect. That, that was, I learned so much. I felt like I grew so much. That's how I changed my life. Right. I talk about that. Like I lined up with that and that was, that worked for me, but it's not anymore. It's not working for me. I don't line up. I don't agree with what's being taught. And there's plenty of other people that probably do. And that's fine. That's, that's their path, right? But it's not my path anymore. And so it becomes this fork in the road where, okay, now I'm going to, you know, divert off this path and I'm going to go a different direction because I don't line up with you anymore. And that doesn't mean anything I've learned from Abraham in the past is wrong or that, everything was a bunch of shit in the past, right? That, that's not what that means. It means that at previously we were in alignment. We had, you know, it, the teachings worked for me and now they don't. Now I, I'm changed. Their teaching is, I, I don't want to say changed maybe, but we're just not going in the same direction and that's okay. That's okay. It's okay to leave one and, and leave what you, what was working for you and go a different path. And so that's, this fork in the road often feels like we've done something wrong when some somebody that we've trusted or somebody that we felt like 
really made a difference to us is now not really feeling that way. But I think all that really symbolizes is us growing. We're growing into something different. Like that that person or that teaching served us for a period of time, and now we're on to something different. And that's that's really all it is. It, it's, there's nothing wrong or bad about it, and anything that you gained from that in the past isn't lost, right? Like it's still there. It took you to where you are today, and now you get to go a different direction. And so what I'm also finding, though, now for myself is that Okay, now I'm gonna I, I, I'm gonna go in a different direction because this this teaching doesn't resonate with me anymore. But how do I do that without giving myself away and stepping out of my power, right? Because that's what that's what this whole topic of the era of the guru is over is about is is not giving our power to someone else, right? Like not stepping outside of ourself to go take what somebody says as the whole truth, even if it doesn't fully resonate with us, right? So this, how do we, how do we learn new information, but not give ourselves away and not step out of our own power? And that's something that I'm, feel like I'm a little unsteady with right now because I'm, I'm actually getting ready to start a new program in 2021. Uh, and, but I have this fear of letting the guru take over, right? Like, because my personality is such as I, I tend to go all in, right? If I find something that I like, I'm like, ooh, that's cool. Yeah, I like it. Give me more, give me more, give me more. And then I tend to, to step outside of myself, myself and I step into whatever that teacher is teaching. And that's like the thing that I feel like is going to, yeah, this is going to be the thing, right? Like how many times have we done that, right? Like th- this diet is going to be the thing. This relationship is going to be the thing. This job is going to be the thing, right? Th- this is going to be the thing in quotes, the thing that, that saves me, the thing that makes me feel better. The things that, the thing that takes me out of my misery, the thing that, you know, what insert, whatever it is for you, right? Like we step outside of ourselves thinking that this, this thing outside of us is going to be the answer that provides the relief that we're looking for. And I think that's where, I know for myself, maybe you can relate to this, is where I've gotten in trouble because then when that person or that thing lets me down, then I'm like, oh, well, maybe I made the wrong choice or maybe this isn't right for me or I can never have this or what the fuck? Like, why why is it, what? Like, why isn't this what I thought it was, right? And I go through this whole, like, process of like beating myself up or being mad at myself or why did you invest your time in that or this was a bunch of bullshit and see you've got screwed over you know whatever the the thoughts are and so this 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 fear of the guru taking over is i feel like this is up until now how the majority of our population has lived right we've 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 let somebody take over. We've looked outside of ourselves for someone to be the answer. We've looked outside of ourselves for someone to save us. And as I've talked about on here through all of this, this great awakening that I personally feel like is a big part of this is this great awakening is about being able to go within yourself and, and, and trust yourself enough to know that you have the answers, right? You have the answer. It, that doesn't mean we stop learning from other people, but it just means that, we don't step outside of our own power and we don't step outside of ourselves and think that somebody else knows more than us because that's just not true. And so how, as I was meditating on this and trying to understand maybe how I can go forward and, and get rid of this fear 
in my own life about, you know, this, this guru takeover where, you know, I, I get disappointed again or I get, you know, whatever. It's almost like, like what came to me is this, it's almost like you're walking in parallel with what you're learning, right? You still stay within yourself. And what I mean by stay within yourself, it's like you're, you're, you stay true to yourself. Like you're not like your energy stays within your core, within your center, within your heart. It's not you. It's not doing. I've talked about this before about like the energy, like when we give our energy away, it's like we're throwing a ball at someone else, which contains all our energy and, and letting that like giving it away outside of us. And I think the way we, the way we, we, we move forward without letting the guru take over is walking in parallel with whoever we're learning from, right? So we stay within our own energy. We stay within ourselves. We know we trust ourselves. We keep, we, we listen to our intuition. We listen to our gut feeling, right? We, we walk in parallel with whatever we're learning and we're not going outside of ourselves for the answer. We're, we're, it's almost like we're coming home at the end of the day and, and, and sorting out the information that we've learned and then discerning the truth, discerning, discerning being the key word there, but really, really taking in what worked for us and leaving the rest of it behind, right? Like, okay, now I've learned this, this resonates with me. All right, I can move forward, right? Or I've learned this, this sounds, this is a good practice for me, or this, this calls me home to myself, right? It's like, if you think about in your own life, when you go out throughout your day, right? You leave your house or your, um, you know, your room or whatever, and you, you go have experiences in your life, right? You go here, you go there, you do things, you interact with people, you buy things, you, um, you know, you see things, you go different places. But at, then at the end of the day, you come home and then you, you know, you, you review your day, right? Maybe you think about your day, you think about what went good, maybe what you could do differently the next day, right? Like you have this, like, I mean, we all do it, right? We're, we're, we just, we replay our day. We think about what, how it's been. And, but we, the, the, the key of all that is we come back home, right? We're coming to a central place and, and then we're reviewing all that, right? And that's kind of like what I'm saying with this is like, we we're coming back home to ourselves. We're not so engulfed in whatever it is that we're learning that it takes over. We're, 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 we're taking it for what it is. It's more information. Oh, okay, great. I get to take this information after I'm done consuming it. I get to go back home, which is within me, right into myself. And I get to think about that and decide, does that make sense for me? Does that resonate for me? Does that work for me? Are there things I can, you know, that will improve my life as a result of learning this? And that helps us to stay, I think, focused more on moving towards the light instead of getting going down the rabbit hole of the darkness. And so coming home at the end of the day to ourselves and being able to sort out the information that we've consumed, that we've learned, that we've received and discerning what our truth is, I think is how we, how we end the era of the guru, right? How we end this need or this desire or this feeling that we have to go outside of ourselves for the answers because we don't, we have the answers inside of us, all of us, every single one of us, no one knows better about your life than you. And yes, that doesn't mean that we stop learning. It doesn't mean that we we're, we're know-it-alls. That's not at all what it means. It means that we can still take in new information, but we're not throwing our energy to everybody else, expecting them to save us. We know we are sovereign beings. We create our own reality. And at the end of the day, Day, we decide what's right for us. All right, so 
that's a lot, I think. That's a, that's a kind of a, it's still something I'm sorting through this topic of the era of the guru is over. So I would love to know what you think about this. If you have comments, if you're dealing with this in your own life, please feel free to reach out to me. My email is sloanfremont at pm.me. And that's like P is in Paul, M is in Mary, dot M-E. Um, you can reach me also through my website, sloanfremont.com. And I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, so here's a couple of up- updates on things. Uh, I mentioned that I, I started a new series called Reality Management, where I do quick videos in between the podcast, and I've been hosting those on BitChute. Um, unfortunately, I've been having trouble with BitChute lately. I'm not sure why I can't seem to get videos to upload. So just continue to watch for that. I'll continue to upload them or at least try. Uh, again, I'm not sure what's going on there, but I did want to let you know that I'm still doing those. I'm just having a little bit of an issue with BitChute. All right, so that's it for this week on the Create What You Speak podcast and the topic of the era of the guru is over. Uh, Before I go, I want to remind you, my social media accounts are all listed in the show notes. I'm on Parler, Mayway, Gab, BitChute, like I mentioned. I do have a Telegram channel. And if you're interested in 2021 in really setting the tone for yourself and really deciding how your days go, I highly recommend you check out my course, 33 Days of Magic. You can find it at 33daysofmagic.com. This is where you take what you learn in the show one step further and you apply it to your own life. So be sure to check that out, 33daysofmagic.com. All right, that's it for this week. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. 